You have no idea the power of you telling yourself how you want the outcome to be. So that's, that's a huge one, your daily affirmations. We have an entire video with all of my favorite affirmations, uh, real estate affirmations, so feel free to check that out. It's, I use it in almost daily <laughs> to, to go through this process. Dress to impress. Depending on, on where you're at, make a good impression. You show up and I know you go, well, you don't understand where I live. You don't understand where I live. I know two things on this planet. You can dress nice with whatever low, if you're in Hawaii, you can dress nice wearing shorts. If you're in North Dakota in the middle of winter, you can dress nice and still be in winter clothing, but you're gonna be a representation of, you want more agreement sign? You want to look the part and play the part so they feel that confidence in you? I can't tell how many people screw this up and they go, well, I'm just me, that's how I am. Well, great, then do less business. I don't care. I mean, I do care, but if you're, that's the attitude you want to take, knock yourself out. Dress sharp, dress like a professional, dress like someone that you would want to invest a half a million dollars, a million, five million, because that's what they're doing. You're an investor consultant for that big of a purchase. Take it seriously. Review and practice, role play. We talked about this before. Every Monday and Thursday, we have role play. Uh, get a role play partner at your office. Go through it with your girlfriend, your husband, your sister, your boyfriend, whatever it is, your cousin. Get comfortable with doing this and get your talking points down. And then high, high energy uh, eye contact, but not too creepy though, right? Like, don't be the weirdo, just be a normal person. And for some of us, that's not easy. I had to practice, I'm kind of a weirdo. So I had to like make sure I was, I was really scripted on this and I watched a lot of presentation videos. I watched uh, every, I read every book on how to interview. I had to learn to be a chameleon, how to adapt, because it's not about you. It's about them. I have to constantly remind myself all that. When every time I start thinking like, oh, I want to tell them something, my opinion, I go, nope, them, not me. They're the value. They're the reason I'm here. They're the reason I have this amazing life. They're the reason why I get to do this profession. They're all this. I'm going to make it all about them. And that's the mindset you have to have. It's critical. Okay. So step four, set the standard buyer consultation. So again, must be pre-qualified. Okay. Utilize your technology. Get them hooked on your home buying process. So here's my app. Here's how my website works. Here's how the map function works. Have draft email set up in your inbox so you have this customized to send them going, I'm so excited to be working with you to find your home here in XYZ. Uh, I've created a custom home search for you. The link is below. Feel free to just click on that link. Your login is this, your password is this. I also give an explanation on how they can customize their own searches because again, I wanna make it easier for them. Clearly define the goals. So I'm gonna talk to you here at the end about a script I use to go through this. And once you get this script down, when I say script, it's, it's, it's a script, but it's a setting the standards of expectations on how we're going to make this successful. And then cap the favorites. I see people out there showing 50, 60 houses. You know, anytime I'm on a showing session, I'm at best showing six houses. If I have to get to 10 because there's something crazy going on that I'm doing that, I like to be in that six to seven sweet spot, meaning that I'm only gonna show six to seven homes during a session. Anything more than that becomes, they don't even enjoy it. They think that they wanna go see a bunch, because you haven't scripted them on how to make sure that it's quality and not quantity on the front side. I'm gonna talk about how to do that here. So home tour day of reminders. 
So pre-call letter, earnest money in hand, comfortable shoes, eliminate distraction. So here's how we're gonna run this, okay? So let me give you the pitch. So at my consultation, I'm gonna go, great, Susie and Betty, you know what? I'm so excited that I get to help find you your, your dream home. I'm, I'm really pumped about this. And so here's what we need to have happen. Today is now Tuesday. You've spoken to the lender, but I haven't seen that pre-call letter yet. So let's talk about, I've already shown them my technology. I've gone through the buying process. I'm at the very end of my presentation. I've got the agreement signed my buyer agency. And now here I'm going to tell them how this whole process is going to work. So here's what we're going to do. Let's talk about what's convenient for you to see properties. Are nights or weekends better for you? Or do the day, weekdays work too? You can also say that, but generally what I'm trying to do is get them to weekend showing. Here's why I, I love trying to show houses on the weekend is number one, less traffic. That, that helps my life. Number two, they're less stressed. I just worked all day and then I have to go at night and show this house or whatever. But if their schedule is unique, then you can obviously work with that. I prefer to show properties on the weekends. That That's just me. But Brendan, I, aren't I, I'm supposed to be doing open houses and all of this. Yes, you can do both. Again, you can just schedule this correctly, but you just have to have it scheduled. You can start showing homes at 8 a.m., be done by 11. You can have an open house. Oh my gosh, you might work eight hours in one day. <gasps> just messing with you, but you know what I mean? Like it's all about the scheduling of this. I'm gonna talk to them and I'm gonna say, great. They're gonna say, Brendan, you know what? We wanna see property. Uh, weekends are great. And I go, excellent. So I have availability on my calendar this Saturday at 8 a.m. Now, in order for us to have a successful home finding trip, a couple of things need to happen. Number one, no later, and I always go 24 hours prior, no later than Friday at 8 a.m. And in my presentation, they have a pen and a notepad. I go, you're gonna wanna take some notes here. Friday at 8 a.m., we're going to need to make sure that we have that pre-call letter and, and I'm in contact with your lender, number one. Number two, we're going to need to make sure that on my website, you've marked off the properties that you would like to see. I'll review them all, make sure they fit everything we talked about today, because you might see someone's, but you know, you want a two car garage and you don't notice that they have a one car. You might want this or that. I'll do my best to filter them out. And of course, I'm going to be looking for properties that I think are a good fit for you as well. I'm gonna be making calls. I'm gonna be doing all this value, value, value. I'm gonna be doing everything I can. Make sure you have your favorites marked. Remember, on, on our website, it's just the little heart next to the property you like. It notifies me. And then if you have any questions, you can enter your questions in the comment box on the website about that property. If you're like, hey, what's the HOA or the school? All of that's on there. But if you can't find it, just ask me the question. That's what I'm here for. I'm a resource for you. All properties marked as favorite. Then and depending on where you live, here in Colorado, we have earnest money. You're gonna to need to have at least one to 3% of the purchase price available at the time of us looking at properties. So when we make an offer, when we make an offer on Saturday, all I'm gonna need is a check from you to write out to the earnest, uh, to the title company for that amount. So if we're looking at X amount of property price, then it's gonna be for you probably plan on about $10,000. If it's a luxury home, 50, 25, 100. I mean, I've had earnest money of 500 grand. So just depends on what, what you're selling. You do have those funds ready and available. Oh no, okay, you gotta get some things by Friday. And then make sure you bring that checkbook. So when we find that great house on Friday, you can make sure that we're ready to go. Okay, remember lender, properties marked as favorites, checkbook and that they have the funds readily available. And then I go through and I just talk to them about everything else. Now to make this process great, I always try to, if at all, make sure that if they have children, that they don't bring the children with them. And the only reason I do this is so that they can focus on the home instead of running around and where's this and what, don't touch that, don't touch that. I mean, when I show properties with, with little ones and it's don't touch that, don't touch that, don't touch it, and they get frustrated and take your shoes off and don't do this and don't lick that and oh yeah, yeah, right? So you don't wanna deal with all that. It's not that I have any issue with children, it's just I want them to make sure that they're focused on the task at hand, which is 
find a home and make an offer so that you can enjoy it with their family. That's what we're there to do. So you just have to word that correctly uh, and make sure they're comfortable. I always remind them to have a full tank of gas. I especially thank goodness for COVID. I never ever want to have someone in the vehicle with me. For a number of reasons, people go, well, Brendan, that's where I build all my rapport. Well, then you're not a real good professional if it's you have to you have to befriend somebody in a car. My title is not limo driver. My title is not taxi cab driver. My title is not Uber driver. I'm going to meet you at properties that you would like to see. Then I'm going to also remember, I can only control my time. That's what I have. So if I'm out showing properties, A, I want them to follow me. I'll say, look, uh, make sure you have a full tank of gas, comfortable shoes, because we're going to have to take them on and off, you know, going through multiple properties. Bring some snacks. I'm going to bring some things too if you need anything, water, all of that. I'm just trying to make sure that they're ready to go for this whole thing, right? If you were going camping, you'd like prep to go camping. We're going on this home finding mission. We got to have some prep work done to make sure it's successful instead of just showing up and we're, we're camping and it's 10 degrees outside and I'm in my t-shirt. Duh, doesn't make any sense. That's not going to work. So make sure they're prepared. That's all I'm trying to do is make them comfortable and prepared. The reason I want, and then I'll say, look, after everything is done by Friday at 8 a.m. for us to have our home finding tour on Saturday at 8 a.m., after I review everything, by end of day Friday, I'm going to email you the first property to meet me at Saturday at 8 a.m. I go, Betty and Susie, I want to make sure that with the sellers that we're on time so please plan accordingly. Try to get to the property even five to 10 minutes earlier, just simply because if you like this house and for some reason we're late, the seller sees us and some sellers will just sit down the street and watch what's happening. I know it sounds weird, but you know, there's a lot going on here. We wanna make sure that we're there on time and we're respectful of them leaving their home to give us access for us to take a look at it. Also do this because I don't wanna sit there in front of a house and go, oh, Brennan, sorry, the morning got away from us, da 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 They don't know unless you tell them how important it is. People's definition of late is very different than, than most people. Some people are like, oh, 10 minutes late's like common. Like, no, be five to 10 minutes early and then make sure you're there early. But Brennan, our showings at this, schedule the showing from, from 7.45 to 8.45. Give yourself that window if it's allowed in your area. And again, none of this is a perfect black and white answer. There's a lot of gray in here. I wish it was all just perfect, but I'm just trying to give you, we're trying to always come back to this. Some of you are out there running around and you're not doing any of this. And that's why you're so frustrated with the process and you're getting a very few deals converted because you're going and showing a bunch. You continue to show and you're just, I hope they find the right one. I hope they find the right one. There is no hope in this. It's a process and it's a systematic way of doing things. So I'm going to meet them at the first property. As we go through this, right, let, let's talk about this. So 9 a.m., confirm our favorites, 5 p.m. reminder. So I'm going to send you the first address to meet us at. They're going to review the properties. We talked about that favorites. Uh, I Google them the directions to the property, and then I also bring a printed version for them to have when I meet them at the first property. Uh, I scout the surrounding neighborhood. So if I'm new to that area, if I have time, uh, of course, I'm going to go and drive that area. I want to know where the schools are, where all this. I'm the expert. I'm the one that's providing the value here. So I need to know that area. I can't, I mean, we, we're covering massive amounts of, of, of land here. We've got to make sure we've scouted, right? You're, you're going to show somebody something, make sure that you have confidence in, in the product that you're providing to them. Um, extra bin business card, COVID kit, make sure you have all that gloves, mask, uh, toilet paper, flashlight, uh, tape measure. I always have a tape measure, flashlight, water, snacks, everything you could imagine under the sun to make sure that we're going to have success when we're out on this mission. I know I keep using that word, but it's a home finding for me, 
mission, right? You don't go on a tour. I don't even like the word tour. I said it earlier, I apologize. I, I don't even like the word tour. Tour means I'm going to look and I'm going to leave. We're on a home finding mission. We're gonna find you this home and it's gonna be mission success. That's it, all right? So, and then estimate a repair cost sheet. Oh, well, it looks like the furnace in this property is kind of old, Brendan. What do you think that's gonna cost? Well, here, I'm never gonna tell them what I think because if it comes in more expensive, I go, I provided you a sheet here that has all the costs for you to review of everything on generalities. Uh, we have that on our site as well. You can come and check us out or on our Facebook group page. Uh, check it out. We'll get that to you. Super easy in that. Again, is it going to change in local areas? I'm sure it is, but try to find yours. It's not that hard, uh, but come and check ours out. So we're going to do all this. All right. So survival, we talked about it. Notepad, measuring tape, bottles of water, toilet paper, all that fun stuff. And then home tour pro tips. Start with the home that you think from everything you've talked to them about is the best fit for them. I just had the talk, I just was on a, a national class the other day and someone go, I asked, which home do you show first? The one that they like the most or the least? And you're never going to know. Again, not black and white, gray. And everybody was like, oh, you want to end up in the last home because if you end up in the one they like the most, they'll make an offer. That's not what I experienced. I always show them the nicest home first because every home I show them after that is not going to compare. And by the end of the day, we're going to end up in whatever the, the least one that they like the most. Uh, and I'm not saying this always works, but generally it does. And they're going to go, you know what, Brendan, the rest of these just don't even compare to that first one. So, and then I'll go through a script about how to move forward with writing an offer, but they don't compare, right? So that's a big, big piece. So if you go and keep showing them a nicer house, a nicer house, a nicer house, a nicer house, what are they going to think? well, there's going to be another nice one out there, right? There's going to continue to be another nice house out there. And that's a problem, right? That's going to be a problem. So we want to make sure that that doesn't happen uh, in doing this process. So show them the nicest one first, if at all convenient, okay? That's a, just an easy way of understanding it. So perfect. So now we've done that. Now we're going to move on to at the property. So I'm going to meet them there. I'm going to show them everything. I don't hover over my clients. I'm usually in the kitchen. I'll look it through the property. I don't try to linger over them, all of this. If I see that they like a property, then I'll go back through it in detail, okay? I don't need to go see every, you know how many bedrooms I've seen in my lifetime? Do I really need to see that? I walk in and I go, feel free to take a look. I always recommend that you try to do the same process every time, main floor, lower than upper, depending on the type of property and if that's not the same, and then do a 360 of the exterior. I like to give them guidance on how to complete this process. Okay. So, um, so call listing agent, a favorite home on the way to the next, remind the clients of their goals. So I'm always reminding them of all their goals. And then each home point out the highlights that match their criteria. That's all we're doing is helping them realize that this is what they wanted and this is the right fit. All right, so perfect. All right, now to close this all up, of course we have all this information at brendanbardic.com. Once, here's the thing I wanted to tie the bow on about seeing that X amount of homes that day. What do we do to move forward with and off? So here's the thing, and we practice this in all of our role plays. So uh, Betty, Susie, I'm glad we got to see all the properties today. It looked like you really liked the first one at 123 Elm Street. Uh, so here's the next steps. What I'm going to do is I'll head back to my office Office. I'll draft the offer. I'm going to need a copy of the earnest. I'm going to need an earnest money check for the deposit uh, of $10,000 made out to XYZ title company. If, if you're in a title area, I'm going to drive back, draft that all up, email it over to you. I'm going to talk to the agent on the way back to get all the full scene of where, if they have any offers or anything else. And then we'll come together and put together the strategy on moving forward with this property. Um, so do you have that check? And it's that easy. And then if they go, well, I want to think about it. You know, we, it's a big decision, Brendan. I can appreciate that. So 
why don't we do this? Why don't we go ahead and move forward with an offer? And all we're doing, Betty and Susie, is making sure that we're putting out the option to wake up tomorrow to decide if you still want to move forward with this property. We have several different things that we can structure into the contract to make sure you're protected if you don't feel comfortable moving forward, depending upon all of your local state laws and all of this. But that's what we talk about. So here's what we usually hear from the buyer as far as them being nervous, right? So they go, you know what, Brendan, we like it. We, we you know, that, that's fine. But I think we really want to sleep on it, right? That's what we want to do. We want to sleep on it. It's a big decision. We don't want to quite move forward just yet. We're a little bit nervous. And remember, everybody in this process is going to be nervous. Here's the script that I utilize all the time that I've had massive success with. All we're doing right now is we're going to be making an offer today. So you can have the option of waking up tomorrow and deciding if you still wanna move forward. What I mean by that is I'm gonna build into the structure of the offer a number of different things to protect you. For example, your inspection period, earnest money delivery, all kind of things that are gonna protect you. So if you don't feel this is the right home, you do not have to move forward. I'll go ahead, I just need that check, and then I'll go ahead and head back to the office and we'll get this all going. And then again, if you wake up tomorrow and you're like, you know what, I don't know, it's not for me or whatever, no harm done you know, we'll, we'll, we'll cancel the agreement. I'll talk to you about all those details, but I'd really rather you have it that way than wake up tomorrow and go, we missed out or we should have done something. So we practice this script every Monday and Thursday, like we talked about 12 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Just go to the Facebook group to get that link, uh, but it makes it super easy. Everybody's going to feel nervous. We're just trying to go, look, let's get down the road and make that decision. I've had more buyers who have remorse about not moving forward with something than I ever had about making an offer and then canceling it if they decided not to move forward. And we can talk about all the different strategies behind that. And of course, again, if you're in a competing market and you have to make you know, non-contingent offers, of course, as I said, not black and white, a lot of gray. That's why we have to practice so much, so many variations of how this can work. All right. I hope you found this valuable. Give me some comments below. Let me know what you're thinking. Share this a video with someone that can use this and that you know is getting ran around by buyers and going crazy right now or whatever it is. Join our community to learn all the latest techniques and strategies to become an elite agent. And as always, I wish you great success.